All right, so I think we should do something a little bit different because Gojira's Fortitude just came out. What the hell is that? It's a it's a new album. I think we should review. We're we're a movie and slash maybe TV show podcast. We're not getting music in this as well. Well, it's like the biggest release, probably not of quality. Yeah, we're gonna get hate comments for that if anyone likes Gojira, but probably not the best quality, but the biggest metal release in number of fans this year, probably though. What are you talking about? Uh, the MCU has made more money this year than just that one album. How do you know that? Maybe Fortitude made way more money than the MCU. Uh, WandaVision, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, have already made probably billions for their six-episode shows. Oh. Yeah. Are you trying to say we should watch all the MC movies or something? I'm just saying we're going to rank them all. Whoa, 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 whoa. We we can't rank all the MCU movies. That's going to take too long. We're going to disagree about all of the rankings. Uh, it'll be fine. Uh, I don't know. Uh, or we could do that movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, compromise. We can do whatever that is. Yeah. It looks like it may help us make a decision about this. Yeah, it looks like a character can see the future or something, too. So maybe it will teach us to see the future, and then we can see which is better to review or rank. Yeah. Give that a try. Yeah. We're back. That's right. Uh, With... Somewhat better computer problems. Yeah. And a new mic. Yeah, um, Tyler sounds legit now. Yeah, I don't sound like I'm in a cave. Um, or better. Oh, never well, mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been a crazy week for both of us. An even crazier week next week. Yep. Oh, but Adam, what are we doing today? We are watching the best Tom Cruise movie. Um, I always forget what he. I always confuse him with like Tom Hanks. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> Tom Cruise. I know both of them have been in so many things. It's kind of stupid. Um, you're totally wrong. You're, What's you're that? Totally wrong. What's uh, the top, best top Cruise movie? Yeah, you know, I haven't seen Top Gun in such a long time. You might be right because I know I really liked it, but I don't really remember it. Plus, he was James Bond for a little bit. Are you yeah, serious? Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible. I guess. <laughs> uh, also, he was in that weird movie that came out in 2014, Edge of Tomorrow. 
Oh, I love Edge of Tomorrow. That actually might be my favorite. Uh, but Top Gun. Better maybe Valkyrie. Valkyrie, Edge of Tomorrow, and, pro and probably this are maybe my top three. Top Gun, though. Top Gun. I'll watch it again, and I might revisit that. Oh, we can't go wrong with Tropic Thunder. Uh, Tropic Thunder. Oh, I forgot he's in Tropic Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that movie is something else. Uh, if you want to hear us, yeah. If you want to hear us record, uh, review that, let us know. I feel like Tropic Thunder probably shouldn't be a divisive movie, but it is. And that would lead to, like, the kind of controversy that could make us I, blow I, up. I mean, the only thing that we could probably talk about that would make us blow up about it is uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, but, like, so, like, if you actually watch the movie, it's, like, funny and it makes sense and it's not offensive. But, like, a bunch of people that just realize he was in that role and don't want to watch it are like, how dare they? Yeah. You know? Um... I mean that that's kind of like the best you can do though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, I I feel like that's what those movies out were that came out in like that year 2008 because if you look at like 2008 movies Is that when Tropic Thunder was was yeah. 2008? Um yeah, they're all pretty dark or trying to make a point. I see what you did there. Yeah, because you have... Oh, well, until you get to uh, comedies. Uh, comedies is a different story. <laughs> well, I, I was saying, because you said that movies are pretty dark, that that was a joke about uh, Robert Downey oh, Jr. true. That too. <laughs> uh, uh, but... Yeah, uh, but actually, what Tom Cruise movie are we doing this week? Uh, we are doing the Minority Report. Yeah, that weird movie came out in a not-so-distant yeah. year, 2000. Isn't it like 2050 or something like that? Well, it, the, the movie in our time came out in 2000. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, fun fact for you. We're closer to... 2040 than 2000. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't catch uh, We're that. closer to 2040 than 2000. Yeah. Yeah. And time marches on. It's weird. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> um, but before we begin, uh, Adam, I got some bad news and some good news. Uh-oh. Uh, bad news is we lost a friend. That's uh, right. The Handing the Pages uh, has decided to take a little break, and they won't be producing any new works. Yep, they will be yeah. missed. But on the other hand, we do have our friend, uh, new friends, Over right. at, um, uh, they're called the Flannel Destination with two of her friends over there. 
I forgot how great their name is because I couldn't remember it. I was waiting for um, it. Yeah, they have a pretty good name. Uh, they do weekly podcasts about kind of whatever they want. Um, uh, yep. So they could do Gorgia. Yeah, technically. I mean, they did Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. They, they told me they're pretty much sticking with newer stuff currently, so... They should do Fortitude. Got Gojira's Fortitude. Uh, I could, I could, I could pass that along to Nate and see what he says. They'd probably be like, "What is wrong with you?" If they started listening to it. Um, but but they do more <laughs> than just movies. They actually cover all media. So. Yeah, that's that's why I was saying they should do it. Yeah. But... Yeah, they just did a Q and A episode. They should do some literature too. Yeah. Talk an hour about a book. You pride and prejudice over there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do a QA. and a uh, They just did a Q&A on Wednesday, I want to say. Oh, yeah. Uh, they, they called it a Flannel Destination Unbuttoned. Unbuttoned? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, so, Minority Report. That movie. Yeah. Uh, for... it's, it's a pretty weird uh, movie. It's the... Uh, um, it's the first time I've saw it, actually. Oh, you've never seen no. it before. So, love it or dislike it? Because I don't feel like there's much in between. <laughs> I honestly felt like this movie um could have ended in like 40 minutes. Uh, 40 minutes cut <laughs> off of it. I don't feel like it, it justifies the two and half hour mark. Yeah, I don't, this is this is honestly one. Of, I don't know why I don't own this. I love this movie. Like almost everything about this movie, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's just this movie is so weird to me. Uh, like they spend yeah, they, they like, spend thirty minutes uh, setting up the uh, setting up like the main like gimmick. Yeah, I think that they, um, me and Sabrina were talking about, the, uh, I watched it with her, and it was the first time she ever saw it, too. And um, we were talking about that, we're like, there's a lot of exposition at the very beginning of this, which is usually not a good thing. But at least in my opinion, they did it in an engaging way, where instead of just explaining everything to you, they'd explain just enough of it to you that you'd have another question about how it works, and then they'd stop for, like, a minute, and then... You know, like, so it's still kind of intriguing. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Um, but it's, it's, I, I feel, I feel like there could have been, like, certain scenes just cut, cut out of this movie or the very final half of the movie. Yeah, I, I would agree that there's a lot of stuff in it that probably isn't super necessary, but in some weird way, a lot of the weird stuff, like, I don't know, it's kind of charming to me. I think, like, in particular, the the doctor, like, that had to happen, but most of that scene didn't have to happen, but I loved that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you... I think the one thing rewatching it that's standing out to me right away that I thought was really stupid, that I didn't like a whole lot, was the guy he buys his drugs from. Yeah. Um, that's a little too on the nose, that metaphor. Oh, I mean, true. Um, but 
like at the same time like like I feel like that whole scene is like out of place too. Yeah, it's just uh I think that they thought they were being really clever, but it's it's too on the nose to be clever when he was when he was buying the drugs. Mm-hmm. Oh. So Adam. Yeah. I got some fun facts for you. Oh boy. Yeah. I have probably never heard any of these. <laughs> um, did you know that this movie was originally supposed to be a sequel to Total Recall? I don't think that would have been a good idea. I'm glad they did not do that. <laughs> um, it was also intended as a futuristic version of the French Connection. What is here? I have to. What is the French Connection about again? Actually, because I don't think I remember. Uh, neither do I. Oh, it's, the French Connection is also a clothing company. Yeah. Uh, oh, is this a bank robbery? Possibly. Oh, it's like just an action thriller. Yeah, I thought I saw this, but I don't think I did. Oh. I have not seen The French Connection. <laughs> uh, next one is uh, Meryl Streep has actually signed up to play uh, Dr. Iris Heinzman. That would have been a weird role for her. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, like... It, it... And there were some, like, other roles offered, but, like, uh, turned down, actually. Like, for example, like, Serene McKellen could have played uh, Lamar and Burgess. Hmm. So that would have been interesting. I think I probably would have liked him as, uh, as him. Um, also, Matt Damon was offered the role of uh, Danny. That would have been cool. Yeah. <laughs> that, actually, that probably would have been better. <laughs> probably, honestly. Um, Steven Spielberg told Tom Cruise not to get not to take a salary. Why? Uh, at the time, Spielberg claimed that he had not taken a salary on a movie in eighteen years, and he wanted Cruise to do the same. Instead, the two reportedly agreed to receive. Receiving no upfront money in exchange for approximately 15% of the box office apiece. So was that a good decision or not? We gotta look uh, at the box the, office. The film made more than $358 million worldwide. Yeah, it's probably an okay yeah. decision. Um, Spielberg wanted to get dirty. Um, basically, just kind of... He wanted it to be the ugliest, dirtiest movie he had ever made. In a lot of ways, it is. You know, it's really um, funny, because like, I don't think you really expect it until, like, when he makes that guy throw up, and then the rest of the movie is kind of grungy after that. <laughs> um, number six, uh, Think Tank was organized to help imagine the future. 
You know, the future isn't, like, that crazy in this movie. No, it, well, it's crazy for them in uh, 2000. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, in order to determine what the world might be like in the year 2054, Spielberg brought together 23 mm. futurists for brainstorming sessions. Of An 80-page 2054 Bible was on hand to keep the movie's universe consistent. Hmm. Um. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson was told to use a Boston accent. Um, the guy who played uh, Gideon. Oh, okay. I was like, I'm not sure if I know who that is. Um, the uh, the precogs were named after famous actors, uh, uh famous authors. That makes sense to me, seeing as this was based on a uh, um, Philip. Um, I don't remember the rest of his name. That that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like for example, uh, uh, specifically, were named after mystery writers, uh, Sir uh, Sir Arthur Arthur Conan Doyle, Agatha Christie, and Dashiell Hammett. That's kind of yeah. cool. Um, the car factory scene was based on an unfilmed scene in a Hitchcock movie. That's actually, I, I really, like, the, the car scene is really stupid, but it's stupid in, like, the right way. <laughs> I find, especially when he, like, leans up and they see him and they're like, God damn it, and he's like, yeah, fuck you, at them. like, I love that. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you do the same thing? I know it's it's just so perfect. Like like it's like the I think everyone would have the police officers or the federal agent or whatever's reaction if they were him. I think everyone would have Tom Cruise's reaction if they were him. <laughs> um uh Cruise did his own bathtub stunts apparently. Yeah. yeah. So he held his breath under that water for that long. Um, uh, Colin Farrell needed 36 takes to nail one line. What line was that? Uh, the line was, I'm sure you all, all understand the fundamental paradox of pre-crime methodology. I could see that maybe be a tongue twister. Yeah. Um, a fourth of the budget was financed by a product placement. Yeah, there was a lot of product placement. Uh, uh, apparently, Toyota paid five million. Uh, Nokia shelled out two million. Uh, <laughs> others like The Gap, Pepsi, American Express, Reebok, and everyone else. You know, I think that's one of the other things I think is really funny. In this movie is the uh, uh, it's like the personalized ads for everybody. Yeah. Like he goes in the gap and it's like harassing him. I I think that's pretty great. Like I I, I could see that actually happen too. Just, just walk into like shoe store and be like, oh hey, here's your um. They actually find like all the sizes. Like like I 
I'm a, I'm a pretty big guy. I I have size fourteen shoes. I you want? Yeah, they just tell you instantly what yeah, you need. Yeah, it's, it's either that or the show of how many size fourteen shoes they have. Yeah, with um with the idea of a shoe store or something like that too, it'd be funny. Like like when like in twenty fifty or whatever when this happens. If it happens. Um. You're gonna go. You're gonna walk into my shoe store, and the ad is just gonna be like, "Are you still pissed at Nike for like whatever you don't even remember anymore?" Well, we hate Nike too. That's why we're showing you Adidas shoes. It would be like weird product placement. Um, that one we don't. We probably don't know the actors. So. Hello. Um. Hello? Lost oh. you for a bit there. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll just do this last one real quick. Um, John Williams scored the film but came to the project rather late. I don't even remember the score. It's probably really well, you boring. Know who John Williams is. Probably. Uh, yeah, you do. Here, I have to look and see. American composer. What's one that I'd probably recognize? Um, the first four movies you probably recognize. First eight movies. Of uh, like, 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 did you just take them in on John Williams? Yeah, I just uh, scroll down on on Google as you like search bars, and then if you, if you get down okay. to the bottom, you should see like more movies on the right there. And then if you, I'm gonna search. I think my Google is different. I'm gonna search yeah, just movies. John Williams movies. Oh, I don't like or remember any of these scores though. You're you're telling me you don't remember Star Wars. You're telling me you don't. Rem- oh, he did the original. I'm. He's just. It's just showing the new ones on here. He did the original he Star did Wars. All the Star Wars, all the Indiana Jones, Jaws, Jaws, oh, okay. E.T., Jurassic Park, um, Schindler's List, uh, some of the '90s Superman movies, Fiddler on the Roof, Home Alone, oh, okay. uh, Catch Me If You Can, Saving Private Ryan. Uh, one Harry, no, all the Harry Potter films. And. You know, um, as a, a sort of music critic, he has gone from pretty good, like maybe like a 7 out of 10, to like pretty bad. <laughs> I'm seeing, I. I a lot of these scores I don't like or remember, but a lot of them are good. Yeah, he, he. Well, I mean, like he did like every franchise ever back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, Indiana Jones and in, um, original Star Wars is pretty uh, good. Jurassic Park. Yeah. It might be downhill Jaws from there. ET. Jaws is like everyone recognizes Jaws, but it's not actually that I'm good. True. And I've only seen E.T. like one time, so I don't think I really remember the music. I saw in E.T. It. twice, uh, one in English and one in German. 
Why in German? Uh, we, we, because every so often in my German class in high school, uh, we would watch like random like German movies, and like because he goes to like Germany like every other year or every two years, um, he picks up random German DVDs, and like like I think we watched E.T. like Adam's Family, and like I can't remember, and Jurassic Park. That is kind of weird, but kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, Nak Nearing Nakhausa, I want to say. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah, that's my fun facts about this movie. I would not have guessed most of that. <laughs> um... What's next? Um, basically, this movie, I don't know, it's just, something just bugged me about it. It was either that it was too long, or if it was just, like, going nowhere for most of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like... Uh, here, what would be, what would probably be your least favorite thing about it, and your favorite thing about it? Um, uh, my least favorite thing about it? Like like scene wise or just general general wise, either. Um, my least favorite thing, like general wise, just was the pacing of the movie. The pacing of the movie is awful. Okay. Like honestly, it is. Like you could probably tell that story in like an hour and a half, maybe hour forty five. Yeah, it is based on a short story, so they probably did stretch it a little bit. Uh, like they could have made the whole beginning scene with like the whole um, looking in that first memory and then to introduce us to pre-crime and everything um, into yeah. like maybe 15 minutes not 30 minutes yeah they probably could but like on the flip side I, I, I do really like that first scene too <laughs> I mean yeah <laughs> I, I think this movie does this to most people. I think either you really like it or you really don't. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the, the some <laughs> things I liked, I just uh, like. I kind of like the lore of it a little bit of like the whole pre-crime thing of whole like. Yeah, it's actually a pretty unique idea. Yeah, um, it reminds me of uh, I can't remember. Which Batman movie or comic? Um, because Batman, one of the things, um, steps up like a whole, um, uh, something similar to pre-crime. Um, he sets up like. I don't think I've heard of that, but that's probably a really cool storyline. Yeah, he sets up like a whole surveillance system around Gotham, and just like um, basically, so he can like keep tabs on every. If something if someone just says, "Oh, I'm gonna kill that person," he's just like, "I'm Batman." <laughs> so it's like I don't remember if that's Batman Begins or if that's The Dark Knight, but that's like near the end of that when he uses his phones to to spy on everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's I think it's actually that actually is what I'm thinking of. Um. That's 
But it'd be pretty cool if they turned that into a whole story instead of just, like, a thing that happens at, like, the end of a yeah. movie. Uh, who knows? We might get it in the new uh, the Batman. That could be the next uh, DC EU movie is just Bat Spy. Um, well, I mean, like, because we have the Batman, which is coming out, um, which is the Rotten... Robert Pattinson, Batman? No, no, not Robert Pattinson. Um, Isn't it Robert Pattinson? Yeah, yeah it is. It's Robert Pattinson. Um, yeah. I was going to say Andrew Garfield. I'm like, no, he's Spider-Man. <laughs> that would be pretty... I kind of want to see that Andrew Garfield Batman. Um, and then he... Um, and then people were campaigning to get the Ben Affleck Batman. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen any of that, so I don't know what to think of it, but... Uh, you, you need to watch... Uh, let us know in the comments if you want us to review uh, Justice League The Snyder Cut. So Adam has to make time for a four-hour movie. <laughs> that if, if we do that, that's got to be like one that's like on the back burner like whenever I'm available to actually do like, it. Is when we do it. Like, we, we wouldn't be able to plan for it. Like, it just needs to happen. <laughs> yeah, like, we need to, like, record, like, an hour uh, a piece of it. Uh, yeah. And just, like, oh, it's time to record an hour here, an hour here, an hour here, an hour here. It could be just a multi-part episode. Like, instead of having bonus episodes, we could have sections of us talking about well, Justice it's, League. it's, like, six parts, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, like in 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 the actual movie, it's like chapter one, blah blah blah. Chapter three. Blah, blah. Wait, are you serious? Is that how it's laid out? Yeah. The original, like the oh, theatrical, not, oh, not the, the not the quote unquote uh, Justice League. <laughs> Justice because League. Because it's made by um, uh, yeah, Josh Weird side note. Um, I was thinking about this the other day. You know what the worst John Wayne movie what is? is? Alien Four. Um, let me take a look. If you have not seen Alien Four, don't. I refuse to watch that movie again. No, his worst movie is Toy Story. Has to be. His Toy Story? Yeah, he did Toy Story, apparently. What the heck? <laughs> uh, he also did both uh, the first two Avengers movies. Yeah, I knew that. See, I think like there's like a type of movie he's really good at, and there's a type of movie he's really bad at, and I don't think that they've quite learned which is which yet. But but like, what's the difference between Avengers and Justice League, though? Well, I think it's probably the scripting, right? Because Josh Whedon, having not seen it, this is by super unfounded opinion. Um, like, the movie was already written and half of it was already recorded and everything before he even joined it. And I think that it's not the type of script that he's good at working with, but, like, the snappy humor and stuff. 
made sense in adventures that he likes to do, but it probably didn't make sense in Justice yeah. League. I mean, that's true. And and that's the problem with Alien 4, is he wrote, like, this really crazy script that probably would have been really fun, and then they, like, fired him and got a different director that's like, well, I'm still gonna use this script, but I'm gonna take it super seriously, and it's just, like, a retarded script, but it's, like, said in, like, the most serious manner, and it is so annoying to watch it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, getting actually, we're, since we kind of got went on sidetrack tangent there for a little bit, uh, getting oh, yeah. back to the actual movie, uh, the uh, but yeah, if you guys want us to review Snyder Cut, give us like ten <laughs> likes on our next Twitter post, Instagram, Facebook, and we'll review it. At, Eventually, at some point by the end of the year. <laughs> that's a big promise. Uh, I mean, that's not a big promise. That's like, uh, if you divide four hours by... Do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> uh, I mean, you want six seasons of one show I recommended in one year. I'm sorry, could you say uh, that you want six seasons of one show I recommended to you in one year. I guess, so, yeah. So it works out. Um, yeah, uh, back to the Minority Report, which is such a dumb name. Like, yeah, I understand, like, it's, like, kind of, like, the, the background information of, like, one of the precogs, but, like, they, they could have came up with a better name than that. I think I could be wrong, but I think it's called the Minority Report just because it's loosely based on that Philip K. Dick short story of the same name. And it probably, having not read the the story, it probably makes more sense as a, as that than it does as the movie. Yeah, I could see that. Oh, but yeah, it's but um. But it's, for for people at home that have never seen this movie, this movie is all about uh, the idea of pre-crime, in a sense. Yeah, like if you're destined to kill someone and they could see the future to stop you, then they could stop you and arrest you for murder before you actually killed somebody. Yeah, which is uh, which goes on a whole like another level of things where it's just like, oh hey, uh, like. They they come in and stop you right before you pull the trigger, and then it's like, oh, whoops! I did not kill this person. You can't arrest me. Yeah, I think that's actually probably the my favorite thing about the movie is yeah, I think the movie itself doesn't necessarily do that great of a job of exploring the ethics of it. Like they kind of mention it once or twice. But I think this movie is really fun because if you sit down, you watch it with someone, and then you can sit there and like be like, "So what if that was real? What would you think about then?" Kind of have like a like a pretty interesting ethical debate about it. Yeah, I feel like there could have been like um, at the end, like the epilogue could have been like much more with like Congress kind of debating over pre-crime. You know? Yeah, and. Um... I don't, I think that, like, the, the twist ending of it is interesting, but they could have honestly almost had about the same ending 
just with people debating, is this actually ethical or not? Like, you probably don't really need the entire system to collapse. No, I agree. For, but I, I, I kind of, I like the ending anyway, kind of though, because I'm a weirdo. Well, the <laughs> ending is just like, um, they're gonna kill each other. Oh wait, no, they're not. Oh wait, yeah, they are. <laughs> That's um. Kind of, not like the ending ending, but like, probably like the first ending, like, with with you saying it's probably too long, probably like the first ending where he finds his son's killer, sort yeah. of. I, especially first time watching that, when you don't know if he's actually going to kill him or not, I actually really find that quite a bit of fun. See, like, that, that part, it was just kind of like, uh, I was just so confused, like, this is just me, like, I was just, like, kind of confused what was going on. Uh, because it's like, yeah. you're, you're not gonna kill him, but then, like, you're gonna kill him, but then you're not. Uh, and then I looked up, uh, like, just our, like, kind of, like, our Wikipedia just to, like, see, like, uh, what was up, what was, like, so I can gain some context and everything. Then I look up and I see you kill him, I was like, I thought you just said you weren't gonna kill him. <laughs> uh yeah, it was just kind of a mess back and forth. Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of fun because I feel like that's how you would probably actually be is like if you had like like he obviously doesn't want to set out to kill someone, but then that happens. You know, I feel like most people would probably sit there struggling with it like he is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you? Somebody killed your son. You would take rage out. I mean, yeah. But one one thing that's kind of logically inconsistent that creates though is so um, he proves that pre crime is like full of shit at the end, and then everyone's pardoned, and then he gets to go even though he actually killed somebody. I mean, yeah. I mean, it wasn't even a pre crime scene. Like that guy actually died. <laughs> I mean, uh, everyone's pardoned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everyone's pardoned. What's, what's the worst thing that could happen? <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be, like, the worst to be a cop after that. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, I, I feel like, uh, not to get political, but uh, a cab is is um very huge in the Minority Report after afterwards. When you say a cab, uh, all cops are. Oh, okay, okay. I you know I've seen that in writing almost every time, so I didn't recognize it as like a word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could kind of see that. Um, yeah, it's just there. There's so many ethical questions of this show. Yeah, it, it, uh, it reminds me a lot of of Seven. It ends like a weird post-apocalyptic like Seven kind of yeah. Yeah. Um. Of. of can you imagine uh, John Doe from uh, Seven, like, in this universe? 
<laughs> yeah, they'd probably, um, but you know, that could actually be kind of a, be a fun concept, is the pre-cars keep, like, seeing him doing stuff, and the cops come to stop him, and he's doing something so, like, convoluted and bizarre and stupid and shit that they don't know how to react to it, and they're not able to arrest him. Yeah, until, like, the very end, until Tom Cruise's character, like, sees what's inside the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and, if, and... Yeah, uh, what, would you, what would be a good movie for you to have two movies cross over? I would do The Minority Report. And Jumanji. Uh, which one? Uh, Robin Williams or The Rock? This is the new Jumanji. Oh. I was like, Robin Williams? Okay. <laughs> um, I have no idea how that would work, but it'd probably be pretty funny. Um, uh, I would do Godzilla vs. Kong and uh, Alien vs. Predator. That would probably be kind of interesting. Uh, and Batman vs. Superman. You could get like an R-rated Godzilla movie then. That, yeah, that'd actually be cool. And Batman vs. Superman. And, <laughs> and um, uh, Kramer vs. Kramer. And, uh, oh my and God. Cowboys vs. Aliens. And Monsters vs. Aliens. You know, you'd... And, um... <laughs> you'd mix all these things together and Kramer, like one of the Kramers would win. And, um... Um, Freddy versus Jason. And, um, I'm trying to think of if there's any more versus movies. Yeah, I'm, that that's majority of them. There's a lot more versus. Yeah, uh, th yeah. that's majority of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I cannot believe that we're already kind of like... 40 minutes in and we have not even talked about the movie. I mean, we've talked about it, but we haven't really talked about it. Yeah, it's trying really hard not to do like a play-by-play -play of it again, and then I guess it turns into this when I do that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, n n for the people at home, next week we're going to try something different with our like, pre-planning of an episode. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy when it gets to that episode. Yeah. I guess to like attempt to actually talk about the minority report a little bit more. Um other movies have probably done it better, but I really do like I like the flashback of his kid getting abducted because that's honestly pretty realistic. Yeah. Uh I could see that. It's probably what it doesn't take long, that's my PSA. <laughs> um what's um yeah, those um uh, the one thing that I didn't like is just Kind of some of the future tech that we they got. Um, like uh, my personal favorite is that whole like hologram, a video message. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, especially I think the way they use it's pretty cool. Instead of it just being like, oh, there's like a cool visual effect we could do. He's sitting there like tormenting himself watching old videos. Yeah. Um. Also, I never understood um, those those helmets they put on the bad guys. Are those just paralysis helmets? 
I think so. I, I, it doesn't do a very good job of explaining that. But yeah, like the, I, I was think so. Like, what is that? The guy's screaming, no, 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 no. <laughs> and the, the, second time, the second time we see it is at the very end where Tom Cruise gets his helmet put on. Yeah. No, oh, I was just confused. You know, I like when they finally catch Tom Cruise and he, like, goes to shove one of them and then he realizes how stupid that is and then he stops and lets them catch him. Yeah. <laughs> Um, How about the spiders? Oh, the spiders are like just gave me like back chills. I was like, "What is this?" That would be. <laughs> I thought they were pretty cool. <laughs> I like that whole scene too. I think that's a whole really creative scene um, when the spiders are getting everybody on the floor of the building he's on. It's just like a top-down view of just everybody in the. Um, building going about their rather gross lives. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just get interrupted for a second. They're like, oh, I guess I got interrupted. Whatever, I'm back to it again. <laughs> uh, I think one of my uh, favorite scenes is uh, when he's uh, running around with the, the precog. And, like, the like they run through a door and the precog is like, throw that guy money. And he's like, Okay. Yeah, I, I like that whole thing with the precog. I, I think my favorite part of that is she stops a random woman. It's like, don't go home. She knows. Or he knows. If 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 somebody is like, uh, if somebody was like that to stop to you, what would you do? I don't know, but I'm actually kind of tempted to do that to somebody. Like, the next time I'm in the cities, I think I might just pick a person. Well, I mean... Uh, <laughs> do something like that. Well, obviously, you can't really do that in this day and age because, like, stopping somebody was probably get you slapped. I, I that's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> don't go home. She knows. Who knows? Uh, I don't know any she. She does. Who she? <laughs> and then you just run because they're gonna want qu qu answers that you don't have. So then you just book it. That's that's how you lay it. Why didn't that one woman book it? She was probably just confused. She was so flabbergasted that, like, she just kind of gave up. Yeah, I think I probably would be, too. Like, if someone actually stopped me and said that, I'd probably just be like, what did you just say to me? And then, like, they'd be gone. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. What? There. Oh. I like the, so it's like, almost like a stupid little cartoon, it's like a live-action cartoon, but just because it's, it's honestly silly, but the, the jetpack chase fight thing is kind of fun. Yeah, no, the jetpack scene is pretty, uh, pretty cool. Uh, another scene that's pretty cool is, in my opinion, is like, when they're like, introducing the, uh, the precogs to us, um, and they like, like, yeah, they're half, like, half between teen sleep and half awake. I'm like, that would be awful. That would be, like, torture. Yeah, that is probably about the worst existence you could have is to be a precog. Yeah. Well, because you're always seeing the future. You're not seeing the present. 
It's always a bad future, you see. Oh, yeah, and, and like you never see anything good. I feel like that's probably the worst career that you can have in any movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Is there anything that you really want to talk about this movie before we kind of get into closing the thoughts? Uh, as long as we kind of already touched on like how terrible their existence is and stuff like that, I like later when um, Tom Cruise comes back and he's um, pretending to be somebody else. And they're giving a tour of the facility, kind of, and then someone's like, can we see a precog? And they're like, no, nobody can see them because they can't be distracted. But rest assured, being a precog's pretty cool. We take really great care of them. No. Um, <laughs> uh, another one of my favorite scenes is uh, when the doctor, uh, it's not the doctor, uh, the guy that's playing the piano, who is that? Oh, um, kind of the warden, I guess. Yeah, he um, he's playing the piano, and uh, Tom Cruise's like girlfriend slash wife slash whoever comes in, and it's like he's like, "How did you get in here? You don't have clearance." And she just <laughs> drops the the eyeballs. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just a really badass moment. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like. I think I kind of already mentioned it, but I, it is like a really pointless scene, but at the same time, I really like the scene where the doctor's getting him ready for surgery, and he's already um, drugged him, and he's telling him about how much, oh, we actually know each other, and I actually hate you, but there's nothing you can do about it, because I already drugged you, and I could, like, totally kill you or something right now, but you can't do anything. And Tom Cruise is like, well, don't. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and he's, and he, as he's like putting up all these like weird strings or when he takes out the eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> that procedure has to suck if you're not like put under. Yeah, that would be pretty bad. And then um, it's interesting that people apparently volunteer to have their eyes um, removed so that people can do that. Uh, they must get paid, like, a lot of money on the black market. Yeah. Yeah, because this drug dealer apparently did that. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm guessing that's just because, like, that's to buy more drugs. It's also kind of like a, like, a, what is it, a prerequisite? Like, just like, it's not prerequisite. What, yeah, so, like, people don't recognize, like, the things don't always stop him if he doesn't have eyes. Yeah. If he doesn't have eyes, he can do whatever he wants, pretty much. Yeah. But yeah, um... Any final thoughts? Or, uh, comments? Um, I think that anyone who has not seen this movie should watch it, because, um... Either you'll like it like I did, or you won't like it like Tyler did. But either way, it raises some kind of cool questions that are worth thinking about, I think. So I, I think it's a movie most people should watch. No, I like, I kind of agree with you. But, like, make sure that you, it's, you're 
you're not tired while watching this movie, don't be like me. <laughs> because this movie will make you, like, make you confused and even more tired if you don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, this probably, you, you probably need to, um, this is probably a movie you have to, like, actually watch, like, like sit down and watch it and not really be doing other things. Yeah, you, yeah, it's not one of the background movies. Yeah. Um. So Adam, what score do you think you'll give it? I actually really love this movie. I think I give it. I think a nine's generous. So I think I'm gonna say like an eight out of ten. I'm gonna give it a six out of ten. Uh, like I like I feel like this is our first time like um. Diverging with our scores a little bit. Yeah, we generally both liked or disliked everything. So this far. movie is just like, I just didn't really enjoy it as much as the next guy. But yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I, I love this movie. So it's, and I, I can see why someone wouldn't like it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's pretty much yeah, it for us, actually. Um, yeah. So we'll see you guys next time when we actually review a uh, actually our most recent newer movie. Actually, is our most recent movie that came out is um, Joker. Um, because uh, the, so you cut out during oh, so uh, let me get closer. Um, the most recent movie that um that we did has has been Joker. Um, but now we're going to even do a most, more recent movie. That's right. Yeah. Uh, tune in next week when we review a Netflix original movie. If we remember, maybe we should uh, post random hints about what it is. Just just like zoom in on a picture and make the picture a little bit bigger like a week of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoever gets it, we'll send them uh, a cookie. It might be... That I made. Uh, an Adam-made yeah. cookie. If you can guess it, let us know. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll see you next time. Yeah. Peace. That movie did not tell us anything about this free will nonsense. Yeah, um, I might be a bit more confused than before. Uh, we need just something just to let us lay back. Uh, maybe a, something that's not serious. Something light and fun, kind-hearted comedy type of thing. Yeah, but where are we going to find one of those? Oh, do I have an app for you? Uh, oh, man. Netflix. What do you got? Netflix. I've never heard of that before. It has everything, even some originals. Ooh. Yeah. So how, how do I go about getting this Netflix? We're not getting sponsored by Netflix. Adam. I, I I had to try. Uh, just let's just throw on this movie and we'll kind of see what happens next week. Sounds yeah. like a plan. <laughs>